from David to Solomon. Well, by the time you get to 2 Samuel chapter 9, you're feeling good. It's about the high point of, of anything in the entire Old Testament. God's man, David, sitting on the throne in Israel, peace, victory, wherever he goes, promise of blessing that God will actually be like a father to David's sons and will put his sons on the throne forever over an eternal kingdom. This is, this is amazing. And David, his character, his love for the Lord, his, his passion for God's name and God's fame to spread throughout the nations. This is amazing. I mean, David ends up being uh, a great songwriter as well. He writes lots of psalms about his, his heart for God, his passion for God's name among the nations. This is amazing. And then right after that, you come to the lowest point, perhaps, in the entire Old Testament, other than maybe Genesis 3, where Adam and Eve rebel against the Lord and, bring, and plunge us into sin and death. The next lowest point has got to be 2 Samuel 11. David's sitting on the throne. He, <clears throat> he doesn't go out to battle, stays back, sees a woman. She's a wife of another man. He lusts after her. He sleeps with her, commits adultery. She gets pregnant, tries to cover it up, can't. Eventually has her husband murdered. Takes her as his wife. And he hides his sin. Thinks he's gotten away with it. Hides it for nine months. God then sends his prophet, Nathan, to confront David for what he's done. God's not going to let David go. The prophet Nathan confronts him. David repents. God forgives him. But there will be severe consequences. The sword will never depart from David's house. David loses that son with that woman, Bathsheba, the one that she was pregnant with. That son dies, and David will lose multiple other sons throughout the story. There will be division. There will be... Um, <clears throat> Some of his sons will try to overthrow him. He'll be in exile. It's going to be terrible, terrible things because of his sin. But God does give David another son with Bathsheba. And God loves this son. Named Solomon. Also named Jedidiah. But Solomon's how we know him. And God blesses Solomon. And David at the end of his life realizes Solomon is to be the next king. And so Solomon takes over. David was told he could not build God a house, but God said, your son will build me a house, and that'll be Solomon. Solomon will build God's house, and God's going to be to Solomon like a father, and Solomon will be to God like a son. And Solomon is granted a, uh, basically a gift from God. He can ask whatever he wants, and Solomon asks for wisdom to be able to lead God's people, and God is so pleased with this request that God grants him wisdom to become the wisest man on the face of the earth. But not just that. Solomon is also going to get riches and fame. God's going to give him everything. He blesses him. He showers him with blessings. And Solomon is so wise and he loves the Lord as a young man. And he, and he rules over God's people and God's place. And there's such peace in the land. David had had to fight a lot. Solomon has peace, prosperity. He builds the temple for the, house, for the name of the Lord so that all the nations can come in. You, you read about Solomon praying, this prayer of dedication in 1 Kings chapter 8. 
and you're like Solomon understands God and he understands the human heart and he is so wise he writes books like Proverbs and Song of Solomon and Ecclesiastes and and you see just such incredible wisdom but Solomon did not guard his heart he says actually in the book of Proverbs guard your heart with all diligence because from it flow the springs of life but Solomon himself did not guard his heart and he did not submit to the word of the Lord God had told Moses through Moses God had said that if there when there are kings the king must be humble must stay in my words and must not go out and acquire lots of gold and horses and many wives because those wives will turn his heart away from me and Solomon knew that and he would not listen to God's words he was actually just like Saul and Solomon married many many foreign women <clears throat> and at the end of his life they turned his heart away from the Lord and Solomon ends his life as an idolater it is one of the greatest tragedies in the Bible a guy who wrote multiple things in the Bible, a guy who was the wisest man to ever live. He was a guy who ruled so well for so long. In fact, under his reign, the kingdom spread out to where God had said the kingdom would be when he had promised to Abraham. God blessed all the nations on earth through Solomon. They would come streaming in to hear his wisdom. God was fulfilling in his day what God promised to Abraham. And yet, because he wouldn't submit his heart to the word of the Lord, he failed in the end. He did not finish well. He finished horribly as an idolater. And though God did not tear the kingdom apart during his day, everything is set up by the end of Solomon's life for the entire kingdom that God had built for David to come apart at the seams.